Today, I'm going to share the average and median net worth for your age group. This helps so that you can see where you stand compared to your peers. Why is this helpful? Well, for one thing, it gives you a marker to help you focus on improving your net worth, or maybe the opposite is true and you realize that you're not doing so badly after all, and it will give you the confidence you need to keep moving forward in your financial journey. First, let me explain. The mean net worth is the average net worth. So the two are the same, mean and average. The net worth of a group average into one. The median net worth is the value that is right in the middle of all of those numbers. So the median net worth is arguably the one that gives you a more realistic view of an age group's financial situation. So here's some numbers to take note at home and compare yourself. Younger than 35 years old, the average is $76,000 in net worth, and the median for that age group is $14,000. From 35 to 44, the average net worth is $437,000, and the median, right in the middle, is $91,000. And lastly, from 45 to 54, it is an average of $833,000 with a median of $168,000. Right in the middle, $168,000. And lastly, from age 55 to 64, the average net worth is $1.17 million and the median in the middle is $213,000. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. On today's podcast, Dave talks everything about net worth and we're asking you the question today, are you average? Did you get to the median? Dave's going to break down exactly what those two things mean. I mentioned at the beginning, but Dave, go ahead and take it away. Well, thanks, Nate. And thank you again, everyone that listens to my podcast. I appreciate you very much. I am here to help and hopefully I can do a little bit of that for you. Today, Nate discussed what it means to be average, financially speaking, versus where you stand in the median group. You can see there is a big gap between the two. And today, I will focus on those median numbers. I know the title of this podcast is, Are You Average?, as that word average is understandable for most. However, financially speaking, the median numbers are a more accurate measure for most average people in a group. Does that make sense? Yeah, and why, why do you think that is? Why do you think that the medium numbers are more accurate than just taking the average of all the numbers? Well, here's a good example. As you can see from the average numbers, they are a total of a group averaged into one, as Nate said, and those numbers can be skewed wildly if, say, you added Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos into this average. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's real life. You know, there's some people that make huge amounts, like not even close to being normal or average, and that'll skew that average number up. 
When you do that, your number can be much higher than what is normal in a society. By using the median net worth, I think, is a more accurate number to determine where you stand. Now, on the last podcast, I spoke about your net worth. Knowing your net worth is a statement that quickly shows where you stand financially, and knowing what the average net worth is in your group, your age group, can help you determine how you are doing. Are you winning or something else? Let's find out. So for simplicity, I will use the younger than 35 group from Nate's introduction. Now, obviously, it's going to be different if you're not in that age group, but you know, just hang in there with me. It says for the median for that group, it is $14,000. So for everyone in that age group, where do you fit in? Very simply, if you are above that number, hooray for you. You are doing well and on your way to financial success. Yeah. So again, younger than 35, right in the middle is $14,000. So if you're in that age group, are you above that line or are you below it? And again, being younger, we've hit on this in a lot of podcasts. The younger you start, the better you are later down the road. So even if you know you, you look at your your savings account or you know what you've actually put away for the future and it's only $5,000 or $10,000. Well, thankfully, you're in the younger than 35 group, so you still have some time to catch up. Yeah, that's right. And again, these are just numbers. Last week, we did talk about net worth. And if you remember what that is, it's all your assets minus your debts or liabilities. And that's where you get that net worth number. So if uh, you don't recall that one, you know, l- listen to the prior podcast and that'll give you a little update on that. So for example, real quick, if you had, let's say uh, a $20,000 car, you owe 10,000 and it's worth $20,000, you have a $10,000 in equity. If you had put some money in the stock market and you have a mutual fund and it has $10,000 in value, that's another 10,000. So you have $20,000 in assets. However, if you have $10,000 in student loans, you would subtract that $10,000 from the twenty, dollars and your actual net worth would be $10,000 in this example, and you'd be a little bit below this average median of $14,000. Yeah, now that you mention that, that really makes me think, because when I look at that number, younger than $35,000, $14,000, I bet you a big part of that is, unfortunately, a lot of people have big student loans. Yes. And that is a big subtractor from your net worth. So even even if you do have $50,000 saved in an investment account or right. someplace, right? And uh, But if you have $50,000 in a student loan still due, well, your net worth is zero, unfortunately. Right. So, you know, that, and again, a lot of you, you know, getting started, uh, you do have debt and that's normal, but why be normal, right? You know, my goal here is to change that behavior so that you're not normal. You don't want to be poor when you're 40, 50, and 60. You want to be living life and enjoying your your wonderful life that you have before you. And to do that, you need to be proactive. You need to make plans to win. Because as I've said a hundred times already, unless you have a rich uncle that you know is going to leave you money, it's up to you to win with money. And stop putting off for tomorrow what you can do today and make it your goal to start saving regularly so that you can beat that average. So let's just talk again. We, we talked about it briefly, but if you're above that 14,000 and you're in that younger than 35 group, you are winning according to what is average. You are above the median and are winning with money. 
If you're below it, it's time to get to work. You don't want to be average. Now let's look at one more demographic, the median for the 55 to 64 group. That number is $213,150. Again, where do you stand? If you're in that 55 to 64 group, where do you stand? Are you winning or falling behind compared to your peer group? The purpose of this podcast today is just to give you a tool to see if you're winning with money. It's not a be-all and end-all, but it should help you at least to see how you compare. And my hope is that it just may help you get fired up or excited and refocused to win with money. Yeah. And I think that's a great clarification point because so often in society, especially, you know, we live in the United States and there's such a comparison culture. And we've talked about on this podcast where you see that nice house or that nice car and you you want to have that. That isn't the point of this podcast. It's not to say, oh, yes, I'm, I did it. I got over that median number. I went, I'm better than average or I'm worse than average and just feel disappointed that you're not where you are. It's more or less just to kick you into gear and mm-hmm. to give you that understanding of whether or not maybe you need to do a little bit better job saving or getting out of debt to really be on track for your future. That's right, Nate. So if you're not doing so well compared to your peers, what can you do to rewrite the ship? First, remember that it is never too late to start saving for retirement. Obviously, the earlier the better, but it is never too late to start. Second, make a plan and stick to it. The easiest way to do that is to pay yourself first with every paycheck. Every single time, pay yourself first because too many people, especially younger ones that are just getting started, they never feel they have enough money from their paycheck to put any away for their retirement. And I must tell you, you must. You have to make that a priority, even if it's a small amount, even if it's 3 4 5% of your weekly or monthly or whatever it is, whatever paycheck you earn, start saving something because over time, you can increase that to 6 7 8 10%, 15%, and then you'll start to see real numbers start to show up in your bank account. But until you actually start putting that money into your savings account and then investing it into you know, a mutual fund or something like that, you know, you're never going to get started. You have to do that. So please don't be afraid to say, well, Dave says 10%. I can't do 10%. I'm only making X. I don't have enough every month as it is. How can I possibly put away 10%? Well, maybe that's true right now. Maybe you're 17, 18, 21, 24 years old, and you really are struggling right now, financially speaking. But I'd like you to think about it from this perspective. You know, you are young, you're just getting started and your pay is going to be lower than what you will have in five or 10 or 15 years. So hang in there. But the main thing, the most important thing I can tell you is to start saving even with a smaller paycheck. As I mentioned, two, three, four, five percent to get started and then increase it up to 10% and further. Yeah. I mean, the main thing is the habit. It's not That's about- That's right. Yeah. It's not about saving $2,000 a month. You can save $50 a month or even $20 a month, but the main thing is building the habit. Yep. And as Dave mentioned, make it automatic, something he's hit on many, many times. Put that money before you go and spend it. Live on that 90% that comes in and that 10% immediately goes to your S&P 500 mutual fund or whatever it is you want to put that money away to. That's right. So automatic is, is the key I found. And again, the percentage is up to you. You know, my goal would be 10% initially, but again, you pick what's right for you. 
have it go directly into your savings account. Lastly, when you do have one to $3,000 saved up, invest it into a mutual fund like the S&P 500 Index Fund, and you will be on your way. And, you know, obviously it does take a little while, but you will be surprised within a year you'll go, wow, I have X saved up. I, I can't believe it. I've never saved more than $100 or $200 or $500, and I have $2,000 saved up or whatever that is. So it's a habit. It's a, a process that you have to do if you're going to win with money. This particular podcast was short today, but hopefully you got a little bit uh, made more clear as far as if you're average or not. And let me close with three points that I want to emphasize. Number one, so are you average? Or as discussed, are you above the median? If so, you're on track to win with money and good for you. And second, if you're below the median, it's time to get to work and maybe tweak the amount you are saving for retirement. And third, remember, you can win with money. It does take effort and discipline, but if you follow the tips I've given in the past podcast and what you've learned on your own, you will succeed. 100%. Every single person listening to this podcast can win with money, no matter what you're making. And it doesn't matter the amount. It just matters the focus and the discipline as they've hit on on that third point. It just takes effort and discipline. And then once you get past that initial friction of setting up that automatic savings plan or putting money to your investment every single month, well, it gets easier the second month, the third month, because now you're used to it. Yep. 100%. 100%, Nate. You won't even notice it after about probably three months. You won't even think about that that 10% is coming out of your account and it's going to your future. But I'm telling you, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be so happy that you did it. I promise you. So if you recall, one of my podcasts was actually named, well, it talked about me being Mr. Average. And as, as I mentioned very early on in the podcast, in everything I've done in life, I would consider myself a Mr. Average, except for this one thing, and that would be saving for my future. And I just, I want to tell you that uh, if you can change that one behavior, financially speaking, you're going to win with money. So. As I've shared before, I'm just going to repeat again, unless you have a proverbial rich uncle or a rich aunt or a rich whoever, it's 100% up to you to set in place a plan to win with money. Start this week and you will thank me later. Well, great tips. And that wraps up today's episode. And we do have another exciting one next week on the next episode. It's all about, do you want to become a millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? That used to be a great show that we used to watch. Well, in the next podcast, Dave is sharing 10 ways to move the needle financially so that you can reach that goal to become a millionaire. His hope is that one of those ways will be exactly what you were looking for and you will win with money. So lastly, we do have another proverb that Dave is going to end the episode with. Now, this might be a little contrary to what I talk about every week, but as Nate has shared earlier also, the goal isn't to become some penny-pincher, miser, rich, rich guy. That's not where it's at. That's not life. My goal is to teach you how to systematically be a good saver so that you can live and give like no one else, as Dave Ramsey says. And if that's something you'd like to do, then put some of these things in place so you can win with money. So the scripture today is Proverbs 23, 4, and 5. It says, Do not weary yourself to gain wealth. 
cease from your consideration of it. When you set your eyes on it, it is gone. For wealth certainly makes itself wings like an eagle that flies toward the heavens.